What the deal, Playboy? What's good, y'all? It's your man, DJ Playboy. I'm back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Back in the building, as always. Got my dog to the right, the homeboy, the man, the myth, the legend, Keith. What's good, brother? What happened to that boy? Still wondering. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, like I'm Chilling, man. Feel good. Can't complain. Back at it. I'm back at it. Yeah, yeah. You know, getting my life together. Working seasons, out, praying. Se- huh? Seasons changing. Summer just ended. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. You got to get the old long sleeve shirts out. The old shopping outlet. Figure <laughs> shirts out the closet. <laughs> the sleeve all stretched out. It won't even sit around your wrist no more. The right way. You don't work. Yeah, I gotta. <laughs> Yeah, man. And then it's time to, you know, you to pull your old clothes out and realize your fashion sense was different last year. So now you want to buy new shit. Your body's different. Yeah, you can, exactly. You can't old shit. Yeah. As in my situation, man. But, um, nah, man. I like season changing and shit. Like, I walked out today and there's already, like, the little fog and frost on the cars. I'm like, first day? <laughs> first day of fall? But that's the shit, bro. So, yeah, it's already, it was already creeping up, getting colder and colder, so... It is what it is. I take the AC out the window now. Word. Shit, man. But uh, it got baseball playoffs coming soon. I don't know if you went to baseball. You watching baseball? I only only watch baseball during the playoffs. I ain't watching the rest of the year, bro. It's too too long of a season. But that's coming up. It's that time of year. My my daughter's birthday's coming up. Yeah. Clap clap clap. <laughs> she turning four. How so how long? A couple weeks. Uh, shit. Two weeks. Exactly. Two weeks. Uh, it's gonna be on the fourth of uh October. So big, big, big things are going. Yeah, big uh, things. School, birthday. Yeah, yeah. She's all in, all at the same time. Then Christmas right after that, so she's winning. <laughs> she's winning, yeah. Uh, oh, shout to the shout to the homeboy man, big friend of the show, uh, bookstore Ricky actually celebrated a birthday recently. You know what I mean? Um, we always forget Rick's birthday on the day, so yeah. you know I mean? <laughs> we got to make a, a big deal. Happy belated birthday to the homeboy Ricky man. Grown ass man. Doing his thing. Oh, also happy birthday to my pop. Celebrated a birthday yesterday. Yo, that's what's up. Happy birthday, mm-hmm. JB. Went out to the casino, did it big. You know what I mean? So. No worry, gamble or some craps. <laughs> it did something. I don't, I don't even know. They told me they went on a bus trip or something, something crazy like that. Oh, that's what's up. Atlantic City? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. She could, yeah, I think she said she was coming back from Jersey. Either that or just, are there, are there casinos in, uh, there's, there's casinos in, in Pennsylvania, right? Um, yeah, I don't know, honestly, I'm, I'm just saying shit, I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's just talk, I have no <laughs> I can't idea. remember, yeah, yeah, they went, they either went to Jersey or uh, Pennsylvania, but I think, I think they went to Atlantic City, I'd imagine it's the closest. Yeah. Um, Connecticut, yeah. but, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, got a lot, yeah, they, they, and they just built some new shit in uh, Massachusetts, too, MGM. Yeah. That's Big so. stuff, yeah. <laughs> but fuck all that, man, life is, life is good, man, anything new going on, bro, you got, uh, anything new? New with me? What's been going on with me? You gotta stop and think sometimes, right? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta stop and think. <laughs> the marathon that we just run, man, it's just like, it gets crazy. You gotta look back on it, like, damn, okay, I did do that. <laughs> I yeah, did experience yeah. that. Yeah, you gotta stop and smell the, the flowers sometimes. I mean, I know last night we went shopping, bought a big ass mirror. That was cool as hell. That's what my life has become now. That's the, that's the married life. <laughs> big ass mirror. Hell, you said the said the picture of the robotic vacuum. I'm like, I need that. Yeah, man, that, that. That's my thrill. Getting home supplies, home appliances, and furnishings. I bought a, I bought a little, um, like a bench ottoman type 
floor yogi chair. I don't even know what to call it, but like a beanbag chair mixed with the ottoman. It's nuts. Bananas. The vacuum, robot vacuum. If you ain't got a robot vacuum, you're just doing it all wrong. Wrong. Damn, <laughs> nah, isn't that like the American thing though? Like you kind of like you build your house, that you move into your house, you see something, then you start seeing the shit your neighbors got, and you're like, hmm. <laughs> it's like you got a riding lawnmower, huh? <laughs> I'm, out here, I'm out here pushing shit myself, like fuck that, you know what I mean? So, not nah, as that's, that's 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 how it goes, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just a a thing where just when you're, you're climbing up in the world, whether it's you're climbing from class to class or just from age to age, you see somebody doing something, you're like, yo, let me see what that's about. You see people investing, you say, let me see what that's about. You know what I'm saying? You see you see dudes taking girls on dates, you're like, let me see what that's about. Let me do that myself. So. You know, that's what it's all about. My father, I saw my father with the robot vacuum stunting on us, just eating chicken, saying, I'm cleaning the crib while the vacuum's really cleaning the crib. And I'm like, yo, I got to get me one of those, yo. Got to. Get you one. Get you one, brother. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's funny. Like, I, I, feel, I feel like I need one. Too. But I've seen robot vacuums before. It's different when, like, someone you know, though, could give you that personal, like, like oh, I, tried this. I just drove the new such and such. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different than seeing a commercial. You know what? Because the idea is stupid. Right, the yeah. idea, it's like, yo, I got you, yo, dude. All you gotta do is press this button; and it just rolls around. I'm like, yo, I could just pass this vacuum on the the carpet. I don't, I don't even have a wall to wall carpet. I just pass it on a rug real quick. But nah, man, it just goes through the hard floor, the carpet, tile, whatever, and just sweeps up anything. And then, man. then like every single inch of your, your crib, it misses the corners a little bit, but it's nuts. It's just like the iPhone. My boy's like, oh, son, you should get an iPhone, like for two hundred dollars, get a fucking. Get a, a joint that plays music that I can use the phone and text. I'm like, yo, I got my phone. I got my Microsoft Zoom MP3 player. What what else do I need? But then I got that iPhone. It was, I never turned back. The first so, iPhone, I mean, the, in two, the, from 2007 or 2008. All right, so yeah, when you said $200, I figured. Yeah, I, I, just, <laughs> I forgot. I, I need to put some context to this shit. I went back in time. I went back in time in my head, but I forgot to bring the people along with me. Let's let's keep talking to a homeless man trying to make a sale. Two hundred dollars for this? <laughs> but uh, no, the robot vacuum thing. Not to this this segment isn't sponsored by Shark, but uh, just to talk about vacuums. But I always seen that shit like a privilege. But at the same time in my life, I'm like, bro, I'm always vacuuming. I got two dogs. I'm always doing it. So it's more like not even, it is still a privilege and a convenience. But I'm like, that shit is leaning towards necessity more because I could be getting other shit done while that shit's doing it. And two, you could do it every day pretty much. I'm not going to sit there and, and physically vacuum every day. Some just, I, I'm sure people do. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm, I'm not, I don't have the time to do it. Yeah, man. I was taking an entrepreneurship class when, uh, when I was in business school. And this dude, um, this professor, he's a bit older, probably about 50, not crazy, yo. And he, we were just talking about, like, marketing segments. Like, yo, uh, you, when you when you a company, you got to market towards, like, a nice a nice tight set of, set of people. Especially if you're a smaller company, like a, you know, like 18 to 25 or some or people who live in a five boroughs. Like, you can't be like, I want to just sell my product to everybody. We can't all be Amazon. So... But he said something that always stuck with me. He's like, yo, like BMW markets to me, like Budweiser markets to y'all. Like, I can't be buying what y'all buying. Like, I work too hard to, like, be consuming what y'all consume, talking to us students. I'm like, damn, that's gangster, yo. This dude pretty much said, like, yo, y'all ain't even on my level. But he's telling the truth. This nigga said. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, it's true. I can't be buying shit that some other people buy. You know what I'm saying? So 
I like yeah. to take pride in some of the like in some of the luxuries that that I that I'm blessed to enjoy. I was gonna say, and I don't know if th- he was making this point also, but he kind of markets BMW to y'all, so BMW don't have to market to y'all by him just driving one. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 people look at that and be like, oh, okay, I kind of like it's like when you go to somebody's crib. This person may have more money than you, but you look at their TV and you realize your TV looks nothing like that. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that TV's for him, but now you're kind of like now he's marketing that to you. So now LG and Vizio or whoever the fuck or Samsung don't gotta waste that money marketing to you because they just gotta sell it to him. You know what I'm saying? They gotta yeah. sell it to the people who can afford it, and they know that they gotta have people over, people gonna see it. So hey, that's that's a good point your uh, your uh, your teacher had made with that too, because you're not gonna wanna. There's certain beer. I don't, I'm not even a heavy beer drinker. There's certain beers. I'm like, I'm not touching that. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I know who I, drinks I, that. <laughs> yeah, there's like a whole science behind beer marketing too. Like young people drink certain kinds of beer, and people who older, like by the time you get older, you have the shit that you drink. You drink you you have your cra- like if you're into craft beer, you're into craft beer. If you're into you know you, you narrowed your your liquor choices down to about two liquors, unless you're just boozing up like crazy. But for the most part, it's like yeah, I'm gonna tell you it's a whiskey night. I'm gonna have some Maker's Mark or something like that. Yeah. Nah, so it's funny how shit works, bro. Getting older too, man. Shit, that's funny. Like how, as you get older, you just say you just mentioned it, but you, you get bougie kind of about the shit, the shit that you would allow before, the shit that you would have fucked with before. Like I ain't, I'll, I'll pay somebody to do that, <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? Or I'll, and I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pay the extra money to have the, you know what I'm saying? A more comfortable, a more comfortable version of where before you was kind of looking for the budget. You getting older, you like, nah, I need that. Yeah, man. Nah, man. So what's going on in the world, man? What's 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 new out here? Football, football's week three. Uh, shit, man. Like music coming out. I finally listened to Eminem. Finally got to listen to that. He's a uh, he's going hard on that one. I like I like I like I did not mind his last album, but this album is definitely good. It's uh, the funny thing is like at least three people have said it to me. This is kind of what he's been missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the elaborate. Uh, well, the the just kind of randomly dissing people. Or uh, even the lyricism kind of is with Eminem is he's super creative, bro. Like he can take a song about anything and 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 do uh, crazy wordplay, like shit you hear on Renegade or, or shit like that, or a song about trying to bag a chick. But whenever you hear those kind of songs, they don't have the same energy as when he's going at somebody. Obviously, he's a battle rapper. He's Bunny Rabbit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it uh is it it just has a different feel to it when he's has that energy where he's I'm mad at somebody or I just feel like cracking on everybody. Like what what they gonna say? You know what I mean? So, I I I got that one from what people were saying. They they thought it was missing. They thought something was missing. Yeah. Um. I mean, uh, something I heard about the album was that it sounds like it has a uh, some of the beats sound like Fruity Loops a little bit. <laughs> that yeah, that I could I could I could get. And I heard that with the, I heard that criticism from the last album. Yeah. But yeah, shit, don't don't you know shit on Fruity Loops. Get knife wonder. <laughs> get knife wonder in the booth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You might, you might come out with some shit, man. Yeah. Damn. So what's uh what's going on in the news, bro? Like uh I, I know you keep up with shit a little bit more than I do, man. I've been hearing about this uh Judge Kavanaugh. I don't even call it a case. He's, he's a nomination, right? He's about to become uh they, they want to nominate him for the Supreme Court, if I'm not mistaken, for that vacated seat. He is nominated by the he is nominated for that vacant seat in the Supreme Court, but they have to the Senate has to vote on it. Okay. And, and uh okay, my fault. And and um you know they vet the person and. Go through their qualifications and go through their their personal past and all that stuff. So, right in the middle of it, of the the nomination and the hearings and stuff like that, a woman came out, um, 
Actually, no, a woman didn't come out. So it was discovered that a, a woman wrote a letter to her, her representatives in Congress saying that, you know, this is Duke Kavanaugh. And, um, you know, he but, tried to rape me when I, we were in high school at a high school it, party. Was it a letter she wrote a long time ago or she wrote it up as like recently? Or the, I think she wrote, wrote it earlier this year. Okay, before the before the nomination, or like uh, yeah, bef- it was. It might have been before the nomination, but maybe when his name was on the short list of people who were going to be nominated. Okay, so she's like, oh, so she knew that something. Kind of there was a there was a uh, potential for him to gain even more power. Correct. So had. yeah, okay. exactly. So they the Congress people kind of just sat on the letter, but then it was it came out through like journalism and all that type of stuff. Basically, that's what they're dealing with now. So they're trying to figure out. The, the Democrats or Republicans are trying to figure out, like, how do we handle this shit? Some people are saying, damn, why she ain't come out then? Why she waited, what, like 40 years or, or whatever? So that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with right now. Yeah. And, and, and I think we heard, we've heard comments like that, especially in the Bill Cosby um, sexual assault case. Sis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. We, uh, yeah, you, you, they, that was brought up a lot. Like, damn, it's been 20 years. It's been... Some of them longer than that, right? 30 years, 40 years, right? If I'm not mistaken, right? Well, yeah, and then there's yeah. that conversation about the trauma people, especially at the, in those days, in the, what was it, like the 70s, uh, late 70s or early 80s, where it's like, yo, people can't come out and say shit like that. like Of people, to, uh, oh, yeah, that in general, uh, you know what I'm saying? And then also when dealing with people of power. That right, some sort the, of power, uh, yeah. people of, of power, he's an older kid and, um, you know, her being a girl in that position, shame, being shamed, afraid of being shamed, um, all that shit. So, you, like, she's mentioned it before, before. So they said that she's mentioned it in a group counseling session that she had with her husband back in 2012. Okay, so there's, oh, oh wow. So there's, she's mentioned it before. It's not something, I bet, essentially that fact, they put that fact out to try to, try, try to bolster the point that she's not saying it just because he's, about to go to the Supreme Court. Okay, but but whether or not that had any motivation, which I mean, maybe she's in fear that he is going to get more power, like I mentioned before, or he just popped on her TV screen again, and that that's like you know what I'm saying having to see your attacker again. You know what I'm saying? Well, it wasn't in your control. You turn on the TV, it just so happens you walk past a newspaper. There's his face. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, exactly. um, and yeah. and I and I and I guess that um that brings us to the point of to the the question like what. Like, well, it's mostly happening to people who's in the public light, but as far as, like, how far can, should you go back and investigate a person really trying to judge their character? Particularly when, when you, you know, when you think about the sexual assault stuff. Uh, I, uh... Oh, what, my fault? Yeah, yeah no, nah, you got politicians that, you know, getting jammed up. You have and it's a lot of entertainers getting jammed up. People in the workplace, um, leaders and corporations, so... Because I, I asked a similar question, and I, I didn't really pay too much attention to this headline, um, so definitely correct me if, if you know anything or if I'm misspeaking. But, like, with the, the Les Moonves, uh, who I believe was the uh, president over at CBS, mm-hmm. uh, he, he just got ousted from his position due to, like, a, for lack of a better term, a Me Too violation or, or just a um, sexual harassment in the workplace, uncomfortable workplace um, kind of situation. I like how and you to, said lack of a better term. I felt like there was lots of better terms that... 
But when I say Me Too violation, like if I've, I've noticed it's in all crowds, people know what that means. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right, Whereas yeah, if yeah, I say, yeah. like, all right, uh, it was a sexual, once you throw it, like, it could be sexual harassment. Some people think of that as actually, like, physically touching your, you know what I'm saying? Right, or, right, or right. It, it all gets uh, bashed in together. Yeah, so I don't, I just said that just as I know people understand that term. But, um, my question with that was, well, with Les Moonves, how come he's getting in trouble now and these people didn't come out? And I, like I said, I could be wrong, could be 100% wrong. They didn't come out when it was kind of like, well, Matt Lauer was catching the, the, the heat or, and Harvey Weinstein was catching the heat. You know what I'm saying? Like, did they not? Maybe they didn't want to get caught up in that whole media storm and feel like their story would be brushed under the under the, the, the rug uh, due to that. Maybe they, they felt like certain people that was happening to. Ryan yeah. Seacrest didn't lose his job. uh I don't know if his uh, story was figured out, founded or unfounded, but some people got to keep their job, some people didn't. So maybe that was their motivation for not bringing it up. But it just seemed kind of like, why is it coming out a few months later? You know what I mean? Or maybe, like, even, I could be wrong. Maybe there was an investigation under the table. They did time to look into it. So, you know what I'm saying? But it just seemed like, that was my first question. Not saying they didn't do it. Not saying that Les is, is incapable of uh, sexually harassing somebody or anything like that. He's a television exec. But it's like... Uh, it just seemed like, all right, well, how come it didn't come out when it was, I guess, more convenient or something like that? And I think the same thing they're asking with this woman in the Kavanaugh case is, all right, well, when you were 15 years old, it would have been a lot more easier uh, to, 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 you know what I mean, find the facts in your case, to find, you know what I'm saying, the fault. It's like the, after this amount of time to bring it up now to, to in in what, whether it was an effort to make him lose his current job or stop him from getting his new job, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it puts us in a, in a position where your credibility is now put in question. Why don't you think women get these kinds of, uh, get jammed up in these kinds of situations more? Like they, you know, they committed some kind of offense, right? Whether sexual or whatever, and then it comes back on them. Why don't I think that? Or why, why, why aren't women? Oh, I mean, sorry. it's a yeah, fact why that are, women they, just no, aren't, no, I, they, they, yeah. they're not getting... I, I got your question. I, yeah, I repeated. Yeah. I, I re-repeated it wrong. Um, no. Why do I think that there aren't more cases when, when with women being at the uh, the forefront or being the the offender or the offender? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think there's a stigma with men in general uh, to to come out if there's been any type of violation done to them. So like, if a, a young boy is molested by his female teacher, he's he he might be less likely to come out about that. Um, due to some type of like backlash, you might get like, "Oh, all right, well, didn't you enjoy it?" Or you know what I'm saying? Or weren't you having a good like? So you know, you don't want to have to deal with that. Um, I'm sure men that have been raped, you know what I'm saying, don't come out and necessarily always report it the same way women don't always report it. Um, for that reason, but but I think there's there's that kind of like there are women in this the same like that there are women that work in schools that have inappropriate relationship with younger students there's just less cases of it because i think it's being reported less i don't think that there's necessarily less offenders i think it's just reported less so a man could be sexually harassed by his boss and he might go ahead and do what he has to do in fear of losing his job kind of like you know the, in the boomerang when he messes with eartha kit yeah <laughs> type of situation like he doesn't want to lose his job but it, he he also doesn't want to have to come out and have the shame of people knowing that he messed with her, like like when eddie had to walk through the hallway <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? All the women are just kind of laughing at him. So you know what I'm saying? Like that, you don't want to have to deal with that also. And I think it's a, it's it, it's a good question to ask because the same thing could be said for women that they don't want to have to deal with that when they're coming out. Um, 
There's also a thing with I think with men that we I personally have to turn off the 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 sex button if that makes sense. Like I have to say, all right, you're at work. <laughs> you can't say what you want to say right now. <laughs> like I know, no, not, and I don't mean like not like that. Not like I'm about to sexually harass somebody, but I can't make the joke that I can make if I'm at the bar. Right. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? I can't, if, if, if somebody says something and I got a witty line to that that has a sexual undertone, I, I might want to filter that because I'm at work. <laughs> For, you well, know what I mean, just as an aside, like put, putting my paralegal hat on, if you were at a bar with coworkers, technically you, you still can't make some of those jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no if you're anywhere with coworkers, yeah, yeah. exactly. You get, get, but I mean, if I was at a bar with, that's just for the kids out there. Like, if they get <laughs> up at work, they're like, yo, oh, we was at the bar. But like, nah, but they, you know, they felt such and such. Yeah, yeah. It's Well, no, it's anything in life. It's the, you can't make the same jokes around this crowd that you could make playing Call of Duty with your homeboys. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I guess back to, to, to make that analogy make sense. Like, back in the day, we played video games all in the same room. So we could all be in the same room and make certain jokes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, right. that we necessarily wouldn't make at school and i think that's the same type of thing with sexual harassment and these b2 things is maybe when you're in a certain atmosphere you could say that you like this lady's outfit and you would love to take her down to the piggly wiggly and have a good time <laughs> but you're at work you have to turn that off like you, you know what i'm saying so she might feel uncomfortable like that or feel like she's kind of trapped into responding to you because she's at work Whereas opposed right. to being in somewhere else, you might just walk away from you and be like, nigga, please. <laughs> like, nigga, please. <laughs> this is a white lady, too. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, please. <laughs> Did Karen just call me a nigga? <laughs> you don't know whether to report that shit. <laughs> She might come back on me though. Word. I did. I did say her ass look good in that skirt. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it, and I think that's that's kind of. But this Kavanaugh thing is different. Rape is rape. And and but it also leads to the debate now. Of all right. Well, uh, a twenty-five year old man forcing himself upon um, a, a a woman of any age is I. I, and I, I, I'm trying to be careful with words. I think it's viewed at as worse as opposed to a 14-year-old boy forcing himself on to a, a, a younger girl. Because you're just going to say, well, he... Something about his youth, it kind of is inspiring that. But then if it's a 25-year-old man, a 35-year-old man, you're like, you should have outgrown that youth. If that makes sense. I don't know if I'm... Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm saying that wrong, but you kind of like, get, bro, you should be able to control yourself. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're saying that there's a difference between a 25-year-old man No, there's no, there's no difference. No difference in, in, in reality. I just think in, as in, it's being viewed, though. It, it, the viewing of it, in uh, the reporting of it, like say, for instance, it was, it was a news report, I just think it has a certain, to me, a worse connotation if it's like a 35-year-old man did such and such. And then if it was like a 14 year old boy, a 13 year old boy, like I said, in reality, they're both wrong. You violated somebody else. You should have mm -hmm. known better than to do that. But I just think people are going to kind of go with the excuse of the Stanford rape case. If, if that makes sense, like that's the a terrible case. Homeboy should have never, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and just give you some background, he raped a, a, a girl that was inebriated to the point of, she could not give consent. She couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Basically asleep, uh, raped her, behind a like a, a dumpster or whatever and got six months in jail because in, in, for it you know what i'm saying so it, it's a, a terrible violation but kind of got off on the boys will be boys type 
type defense, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was outrageous that that happened. It's, it's insane. But that's I think the the press the the, the mind state behind it, the prison behind it. Whereas if he was older, no, they couldn't. Whatever. Oh, I see. Favorite. So you mean from younger people, they take away the they don't attribute the same uh, responsibility or sensibilities to exactly. a younger man. But do you exactly. think they should? I mean, granted, the, 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 a young man still should know right and wrong. But yeah. do you think so? Do you think that you knew the same thing about the dy- the dynamics of um, si- sexual harassment at the age of, let's say, eighteen, that you did at the age of, let's say, twenty five? Eighteen and twenty five, I was kind of the same. <laughs> My thing, but yeah, but I, know I mean, what I was. For, I mean, so uh, I'll say for myself, I was far different. I didn't know. That, for instance, I didn't know at the workplace that I knew at the workplace you shouldn't say certain things. Granted, I didn't have many jobs at that time. And at the time, I'd never, I'd never had a professional job. But um, but at 25, I knew that you not only can you not say it at work, you can't say it on break. You can't say it at the bar. You can't say it on a, on a you can't say it on a telephone conversation. Like if you out, she's saying, "Oh, can you fill in a shift for me? I got to take off to." go on vacation you can't be like yeah i could take that shift but you know you looking quite fine in them dresses you know what i'm saying i wish i could see you but take the shaft to... <laughs> yeah well, wow but like, yeah like, I mean... <laughs> but yeah i mean if, if i like i can't say that and if i were to be reported at that point i understood that uh you know what that was a dumb move on my part at 18 um, i couldn't have said that yeah well to, okay so let me answer your question yeah obviously uh to answer your question, yes, I think there was a different mindset from 18 to 25, and from 25 to 30, and from 30 to now, I'm learning more stuff. Within the past year, I've learned new things that you can't say at work, Matt Lauer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah I, yes, but I guess more so what I was thinking of it, I did know at 18, I did know at 15, I think I also knew at 13, you can't rape a woman. And obviously, that's that's just no, you know what I'm saying? You can't rape a woman. Also, I also think I knew, and yeah, even though I, and, and I was, I'll leave quick, this. How'd you learn my, that? My, remember, I think I said on previous episodes, my dad is weird. Like, <laughs> my dad is like, for life, trying to always protect me from getting caught up in some type of like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Kind of this Kavanaugh situation, kind of something coming up to haunt you. You know what I'm saying? My dad was always big on that. Like, don't get, don't be in a room if a, if a girl's messing with like, a bunch of dudes and, and, they start doing something that they shouldn't be doing, you know what I'm saying? Remove yourself from the situation because it's going to come back, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff that you see guys getting in trouble for, like gang rape situations and stuff like that. Like he always was big on remove yourself from that. And I don't know if it's because he had a daughter also, you know what I'm saying? So he yeah. or he just had a, a different view on it or something like that. But he was big on telling me that. So, and, and, and full disclosure, I definitely put, uh, how can I word this? I definitely um, behaved in a way that wouldn't have made him proud some days, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I touched girls in school, you know what I'm saying, that maybe didn't want to be touched. Like, I did things like that, and, and I learned from it, got in trouble for it, and was like, oh, okay, can't do that, you know what I'm saying? So even with that, I, I can say that as as much in the household training I've had about it, I still made mistakes. So I think that me and you probably grasp a lot of things as we grew up, and grand, grand, I don't think everybody does, if that makes sense. I don't think everyone realizes Hey, you can't do that, and right. it takes them getting in trouble multiple, multiple times for them to realize. Right, and like, uh, I mean, you mentioned rape. I, I, initially, I wasn't just talking about like the, to, you know, 
to that degree to talking about rape, but let's take for example rape. Going transitioning from my teens to my twenties, and and I never raped anyone, but like I did get a understanding of what constitutes rape. Right before it was just well, you you have sex with a person against their will, mm-hmm. and it's and um, it's usually like a violent thing, and I, that's that was my understanding. That was my understanding before. I mean, rape in itself is violent, but like aside from the rape itself, like, like the forcefulness, hitting, like the you forcefulness, to, uh, yeah. Hold hold the woman down. Exactly. And type of, yeah, okay. As time went on, I learned that it's not always necessarily forceful, right? It's physically forceful. I mean, it's not always necessarily that. It's not. It's not. Um. It's not just penetration. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Like all these different things. Like I just thought it was cut and dry. The you, you, y'all had sex and. You know, one person wanted it and the other person didn't. But there's there's so much more to rape. Like rape is is a it's a spectrum. It's not like just like one act. You know what I'm saying? So these are things that I didn't understand. So I'm wondering, like you're talking about the eight to the fourteen year old to the twenty five year old thing. To what to what degree shall we really judge? Take take into account what people know or what people their level of maturity. And not necessarily a rape, but like when we're talking about indiscretions of a sexual nature. Um. Well, legally, what happens to with, with this? You mean like, so with this Kavanaugh case? Well, not criminally, yeah. but like, well, this is legally, but like not necessarily criminally, like. Because no, no, no. What I was saying is like, so if we take the Kavanaugh case, if she had come out when he was fifteen years old, I'm assuming. And it was came out to be true. What happens to a? I don't really know what happens. Seventeen. To a I think he was like seventeen. She was like. Oh, 15. and she was So 15. what happened okay. to him? He might have been charged as an adult. Yeah, he might have been charged. Let's say he was fifteen, though. Let's say he was fifteen. What, yeah. what would happen to a fifteen-year-old if he rapes a fourteen-year-old girl? Like he goes to like a juvenile detention center of some sort, or a year maybe or so. And by the I way, he didn't. He does not being accused of actually raping her. I think they they um like holding her down or something like that, and like that seemed to be like the threat. Like oh, like. You're about to be raped or you know whatever, so I don't think it like it oh, actually happens. It's like an attempted of, rape. Oh, like yeah, okay, so not fully going through with it, but, but like yeah. that kind of threat or terrorism of rape, like hanging. Yeah, where it made her feel uncomfortable, obviously, exactly. and, and exactly something something crazy was about to happen. Oh, exactly. Him and him, him and yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, yeah, you yeah. said what would happen legally? I mean, in yeah. that case, probably. Probably wouldn't even probably if if you were charged, probably wouldn't do no time. I doubt. Okay. Maybe some kind of probation, stay out of trouble for six months to a year, if that. So so yeah yeah so um to answer your question and I I, I would view it as I have to view it in that spectrum on a case by case basis if that makes sense like everything's not the same like it's like right. like so um. Had they been a little bit older, had those been adults putting a woman in a situation like that, I would feel like maybe some criminal time needs to be opposed. Whereas in a young man, I'm like, maybe he didn't even know it was a crime. He was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, right. it was wrong. He knew he shouldn't have morally have been doing it, but I don't even know if he knew that was something he could go to, to go to jail for or something like that. So, um, if I'm answering your question correctly, maybe, maybe, am I, am I, am I, or like, does that make sense to you in terms of your question? Uh, you said, how should we view the spectrum? The sex as, as people get older, or how do we account we for older? age? How do we? Yeah. In short, how do we account for the age? Like, do we account for the age? Does it matter? Because you said if if, it's, if, a, if a guy is fourteen or if he's twenty five, mm-hmm. 
See, he did, he did the to. wrong thing. Think, he needs to pay. Yeah, I think you have to. And I think even subconsciously you are. If I say something like a 14-year-old boy did something and it's, and it's wrong, for some odd reason, if I say a 55-year-old man did the same thing, it could be set the house on fire. It could be killing a cat. It could be something. It's just like, damn, he 55, dog. Like, <laughs> what you doing out here still doing that dumb shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I think mentally we just have that connotation on it anyway. Like, you're supposed to get wiser with age. Right. So it's like, yo, bro, you got to, yeah, you got to certain. Now, with that being said, I wouldn't want no 14-year-old boy doing anything to to my daughter of any age. and. I think we we have to start viewing things in that spectrum. So it, it's a catch twenty two. Like with, with Judge Kavanaugh, he, he this might affect the rest of his life. And you're like, all right, will sit something that he did at at seventeen? Like, because we, we did dumb shit at seventeen, not like that, not in in that term, but dumb shit that could have hurt people, dumb shit that could have hurt ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, so should I for the rest of my life have to wear a scarlet letter for a crime I committed at seventeen? when people who actually did commit worse crimes get to move on with their life and go on to become productive members of society, should I have to have the shame of having the scarlet letter on my chest at 40 years old, 55 years old, where because you decided not to say something at the time? You know what I mean? Or right. It's a catch-22. It's hard. And it, it, it's no perfect answer. It's no black or white, bro. It's, it's like cover our other subject of the day. With, with cover-up cases and such as... Uh, and it, it, the pre-show I brought up the Catholic Church, with what goes on in there, like for some odd reason in this country, I think as bad as I can say, hey, this guy's a child molester, and, and your view of that person is gonna change. If I call him a child molester, I still don't feel like in terms of punishments, we we take it serious enough for like the in terms of what the psychological effect it has on the victims. You know what I mean? So for for they like they hold they're with that for the rest of their life, but. The offenders are getting what three years max. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. Just, yeah. So and moving back into neighborhoods, obviously you know now they're on a, a a registry or whatever. But it's like they're still moving on with their lives, and it's harder for the victim. But it's the same thing with uh the Ohio State uh uh, uh yeah is that the right yeah Ohio State um cover up case in terms of um the domestic violence thing. The dude Zach Smith was on the staff, and his wife multiple times re- reported that he had a uh, at Beher and the head coach of Ohio State has been out talking about domestic violence. You know what I'm saying? He has a, a strong view on it. And, and it came out that he knew that this guy had done something and kept him on staff. And it's like, why even, he, you know, he came out in a press conference and, and I guess he didn't know the, the media had already knew what they knew and, and lied about it. Just straight up said, I didn't know nothing about it. And, and, you know, it came out that he didn't know something about it. Ended up getting suspended three games. But I'm just thinking about it like, bro, if you had heard some dude was beating your wife, like I know you, he had like a a, a connection to the the other coaches more so like he it was a a a coach's grandson, uh so he he kind of was as a favor to the the older coach, you know what I'm saying? He's he was looking out for the little little dude, but it's like bro, if that was your daughter, you know what I'm saying? You would your whole view on that would change in two seconds, and we have to start viewing things in that spectrum. Like if that empathy. was your kid, yeah, that empathy. If that was your kid getting uh, molested at church. You know what I'm saying? You you might want to do something crazy. You might want to hurt somebody. So it's just like, it's 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 uh, it's crazy, bro. Like it, yeah. it, you have to you have to really everything's a, is is not cut and dry. Everything's not black and white. There's even a um, and it's funny. I I was just randomly talking about this one day, and this dude that was standing next to me that I never really talked to at work. He knew the same story I was talking about. Is this uh? It was a story on ESPN one time. It was about it was like a baseball coach. He was a little league coach, and he had like 
uh, molested one of the kids, and they were um, transporting him through the airport. They were flying him back to to where the crime had occurred or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the victim's uh, father on television, and, and and for some odd reason on this ESPN show, shit that I was watching, they showed it. Walked up to him and, and blew his brains out on like camera and everything, and and got off. Like he didn't have to do no time, yeah. no nothing. Like yeah, because they understood kind of where it was coming from. Like it was just like that. That's what I'm saying. There's no cut and dry. It's like a time to kill. That's why. That's why that's a good movie. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, bro, y'all that you did something that's in violation, and the legal repercussions aren't gonna match the effect that you had on that victim. Mm-hmm. So it's like. There are certain allowances or certain <laughs> things where you're just like, oh man, this this, I gotta look the other way if somebody finds they need, you know, what I'm saying they want to hurt this person or they want to do something to this person. So it's uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's very hard to view as a cut and dry thing. With this Kavanaugh case, it, it, I don't even know if he necessarily should not become a a, a Supreme Court judge for because. As a 34-year-old man, I could say that my, I don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I could say that my, my mentality is different, obviously, than when I was 17 years old. So, in terms of being a judge, I could see him being a totally different person than what he was that time in his life or or maybe that day. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know him at the time. And, like, I can't necessarily say that's going to affect it. But, but then if it was, like, a hate crime... Would I feel differently? You know what I'm saying? If it was, if it was what Mark Wahlberg had done, would I be like, well, he can't be a judge? You know what I'm saying? He he hurt somebody because of their race. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, I don't know if it it'd be as easily forgivable, and that's that's the sadness. That's the, that's the part where we just view these sex crimes as not being as serious as they are. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, you say, uh, yes, they deserve to die. They deserve, deserve to burn in hell. <laughs> For real. Yeah. On some G shit. But it, it's, and I, I've, I've thought about that before. Like, damn, like, how come in this country we don't necessarily view these crimes the same way? Or I think it's just like there's this carnal thing. There's this like, oh, well, what was she wearing? Like, because you're like, oh, well, she had wore that in front of me. I might say the same thing, or I might have the same feelings. You know what I'm saying? That's the only place where I can imagine that thought comes from. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Like, yeah, like, oh well, you you made him behave in a way that he that he just couldn't control himself because just sex in our society is just one of those things where it's it's not discussed enough, it's not spoken about, it's not talked about. All right, well, you have to behave yourself in this way, that you can't jump on every impulse you get. But, oh uh, man, speaking speaking of being impulsive. <laughs> we got uh we got beef in the comedy world, right? I was looking at uh, a couple of news clips this week and shit. Like, I seen your man Cat Williams was at the the Emmys with Tiffany Haddish. Uh, despite he had, had been making some crazy comments about her not being funny, not getting no ticket sales, not being able to perform her own stand up. You know what I'm saying? Make people laugh for an hour. But but um, so that cat come out. Then Cat Williams got donkey today. <laughs> and then uh, I guess he had done an interview just saying nonsense about his record sales. Uh, and he came out, I think he made comments about Kevin Hart in that interview, right? If yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And then uh, I seen uh, the Kevin Hart, I seen a clip of his Breakfast Club interview. I haven't checked out the whole thing yet. And he's just talking about, you know, just cat hating on him and just why why people can't be mad at, mad at him. 
And it just, it, it just like, is there not enough room in the comedy world like, for everybody to shine? Like, why is why it even got to be, like, an issue? And why do people keep coming at Tiffany Haddish? <laughs> I don't get that, bro, at all. Yeah, she's definitely catching mad, like, buckshot, just, like, dudes are shooting one way, and somehow she gets into the fray. Like, she's far from the fray, and somehow, like, people, I don't know. You think it's because she's a woman? Yeah, I, I think it's, I, I think it's, um... I'm sure, I'm sure there's an element of the, there's a woman in there that she's a she's a black woman, mm-hmm. right? Like, what? More, probably most of all, she's just successful. She's she's successful, and people didn't watch her grinding. But she's 38 years old. Like she's been doing it for a very long time. Like you might you might have not seen her do our specials, like you know, like Dave Chappelle or or Eddie Murphy or something who, who they were coming up when they were very young. Like we've seen her on the Carmichael show probably what, maybe for the first time four or five years ago and on um, the, the Key and Peele movie, um, Keanu. That's, mm-hmm. that's where I saw her first on screen. I saw her first on Carmichael show and I saw Keanu after it came out. Okay. But like she was grinding, like a lot of these cats that you've seen, that you see now that you enjoy, like she was grinding with them. Like she was grinding with J- Jared Carmichael and these cats. So I mean, I, Cat Williams is old. I, I think any old person who's grinded through whatever industry, then they don't like to see a young person just come and just have have success. And she's granted, she's not very young, but to us, she's young because we just haven't yeah. seen her for a very long time. And she's younger than Tracy Morgan and Cat Williams. You know what I mean? Like yeah, exactly. Right, right. And Tracy Morgan said some shit about her too on the low, like some yeah. su- subversive shit. <laughs> I wonder, wonder how season two of the last OG gonna be Cedric gonna make a comment <laughs> word word <laughs> I'm tired of working with this bitch man <laughs> <laughs> yo it I, might I th- come down to that and for real no I uh I think there is a, a, a definitely an age element to it like nobody likes to see the new young thing uh come up and get the uh it's like in sports like uh people uh, that played in the 80s Magic Johnson he's not getting these LeBron James contract he wasn't getting that back then he got good money at the time, you know what I'm saying? But he wasn't getting what LeBron's getting nowadays, you know what I'm saying? These hundred, $100 million deals for players that aren't even the best in the world, you know what I mean? All right. So, so like, uh, it, it's uh, it's like an age that you look back. Some, some of them look back on it just like, you know, it's changing times. Some of them look back like, damn, they don't deserve this money. They over here making super teams, you know what I'm saying? So there's always going to be like a bitterness to it. And I think that's, that happens in, in comedy because they they – that's why in, in black comedy, because there's so many limited spots. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah, so everybody... Also, I feel like everyone's not built for the movie-slash-stand-up grind. Like, I think people... Eddie and maybe Richard Pryor, I don't know, his, his movie career was pretty extensive also, that they think, all right, well, you're, you're killing the stand-up game and you're killing the movie game. So everyone, I don't think, could do that. And I think that's what uh, Kevin Hart was alluding to in, in his comments when he said uh, Cat Williams wasn't showing up for uh, promo shoots. Cat Williams wasn't showing up, so now you're a liability to the studio, and they don't want to fuck with you. And he said the same thing about Mike Epps. And it's like, it, it, I think it's true. It's, it's one thing to stand on stage and tell a joke. It's another thing to have to be on movie set every day. Right. Beha- behave yourself for the amount of time that you're there, and, and, and show up and be professional. That's that's a whole that's a whole nother skill set. So to yeah. hate on these old life. cats, these old cats will do the same thing. Some of them have done the same thing that they criticize the younger cats for doing, but we just live in a different time. So now you see Tiffany Haddish on Instagram and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Cat Williams, he came, he kind of came out of nowhere. I'm sure he was in the comedy clubs grinding and all that stuff, but 
when did um which Friday did he come out in? Is the third one right? Yeah. That might have came out in like 2000. I'm just estimating. Let's say it was 2000. That's almost 20 years ago. Cat Williams is about 47 now. So he was in his late 20s when, when he blew up. Let's say early 30s. Nobody saw him. And then he started getting crazy tour, like sold out tours and all that shit. He got that from Friday. So, you know, all these cats, Mike Epps. I mean, not to say that Mike Epps criticized Tiffany Haddish, but Mike Epps, like he just, like, who is this cat? Chris Tucker, same thing, even though. Chris Tucker was doing his thing on Def, Camp, Def Comedy Jam, but still. And Mike, Epps, and Mike Epps definitely said something about Kevin Hart, though. I've heard him make comments about Kevin Hart. Right, right. Yeah, but... It, it, no, it, it's... it's. Can But how many of y'all could do the Kevin Hart grind and, you know what I mean, show up to everything that he does and, those, like, all those movies back-to-back, you know what I'm saying? And then... Uh, Kevin Hart still does stand up, if I'm not mistaken. He came out like recently, right? With uh, yeah, he, he, he does he does specials, and I don't know if he's touring right now because like you know he got this media tour for his movies and stuff. Yeah. But he does make he does keep you know make the town and do all that shit. Like he, yeah, he dude works, man. He and people why do, why do people and people like dislike people for their grind? I think <laughs> I, I feel like sometimes you people just really are upset that other people are grinding. I mean, that's, a, that's how it is. Any job, man. Even if you work in UPS, if your homeboy becomes a supervisor, you're like, yo, this nigga. This nigga ain't grind like me, kid. <laughs> this nigga ain't lift the amount of Amazon Prime boxes I lift, kid. This nigga ain't real. And that's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same exact thing. Basically, Kevin Hart became the, the supervisor. And, all the, and, and Tiffany Haddish also became the supervisor. So people are like, yo, like, where'd that come from? Especially when you're younger. Both, actually, both of them are about the same age. Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart. And when they look at these young people become the supervisor, they're like, yo, where'd that even come from? Yo, that's, that is, I can't even, <laughs> I got nothing else to say to that. That's a good ass point, bro. Like, I, I, that is so true. It happens in every workplace too, bro. The, 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 the people that been there maybe longer, they like, ah, oh, man, this motherfucker taking long lunches. Like, <laughs> you doing this, that, and the third. But you're not seeing the grind that they putting in. Yeah, you're not seeing yeah. the extra hours they staying behind. They coming in before you and staying after you. So, nah, that's on that note, man, we just <laughs> can wrap up the episode right there, brother. Uh, man, make sure y'all check us out on Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and, of course, Apple Podcasts. Check out the Perfect Talk Podcast. Show us some love. Hit us with a, a rating, a review. You know what I mean? Let us let them know what you think. Keith, where can they find you at on social media, brother? Instagram, at me and my underscore 35. Hell yeah. Shout out to Miss Perfect Touch. You can find her on uh, Instagram, on Snapchat, on Facebook, at AO Niche. Uh, I go by the name of DJ Playboy. You can find me at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y, on Snapchat or Instagram. Ah, uh, shit, man. Yeah, I think that's about it, right? Is that everything? Yeah, yeah and watch Ozark, <laughs> watch Ozark season two on Netflix. That's it, man. Is that a that's good all... show? That's a Jason Nigga, Bateman, if that's right? a good show, man. <laughs> it, it's, it's like The Wire mixed with Breaking Bad mixed with fucking Beverly Hillbillies. Like, it's, it's dope. <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. Yo, <laughs> check it out. All right, man. I seen Is the, yeah, I seen the app show. for that. Yeah. Season one was good, too? Nigga, both seasons is good. Mm, Gangster, it's gangster, man. This this nigga Jason Bateman, fucking Michael Bluth from Arrested Development is out there <laughs> shooting faces off. Oh, words like that. What's it about? It's about um, 
You know, I don't Murders? think you ever watched Breaking Bad, like that that arc of like this unlikely villain. I think okay. nowadays they call it's like almost like a subgenre, like the hero villain, like somebody who's doing bad stuff, but you cheering for them. So like the Avon Barksdale, the the um the Heisenberg, the whatever, like this dude is like a an accountant, but he launders money. Okay. But he has his family, got a wife and two kids. So that's pretty, that's it. Like this dude, he's an accountant and he launders money. And okay. he got a little bit too deep in his business. Okay, now don't give him no more, man. That's uh, Key's Netflix pick of the week. Uh, Ozark, season two. Check that out. Uh, also, if you got anything that you want to ask the Perfect Talk podcast, you know, as far as dear Perfect Talk segment, you can send your emails to perfecttalkradio at gmail.com. We up out of here, man. Peace and love to everybody out there. Get better every day. Go chase greatness. Uh, Keith, say goodbye to the people, bro. Oh, revoir. Peace.